0: Hi, this is Lindsay Cabot. Thanks for tuning in to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. You're about to listen to Maggie Van Dunn's piece. Maggie was a mom from Richmond, Vermont, and Maggie actually lost her battle to stage four breast cancer about two to three weeks before our show, and we really wanted to honor her, and so we reached out and found her friend Annie, who read her piece at the show. Maggie um, Actually founded something called a nonprofit called Maggie's Bright Side, and it's a nonprofit dedicated to offering support to people living with cancer, like she did. You can find out more information on her blog um, at maggiesbrightside.com. So, without further ado, here is Maggie's friend Annie reading her piece and expressing motherhood. I'm actually the wrong person standing in this spot right now. Um, This spot tonight was for a woman named Maggie, who applied for the show like all of these other women uh, months and months ago and was very excited to be with us tonight. Maggie has an important story to tell, and three weeks ago, um, we lost Maggie to metastatic breast cancer at the young age of 38 she leaves behind two small children and lots and lots of people who love her so she's not with us tonight but we want her words to live on and so here she is do you know do you know There are quizzes that you can take to determine which type of mom you are. You've got your hot mess mom, your crunchy mom, your PTA mom, your parenting expert mom. You've got your type A moms and your homeschooling moms. You've got tiger moms and your elephant moms and your mama bears. I'm not any of these I'm a sick mom I'm a mom with terminal cancer I'm a mom that may not get to see her kids grow up but hope she does I'm a warrior mom when I explain myself You're going to understand me. You're going to know what I mean, but we aren't the same. You are going to walk out of this theater and go home and squeeze your kids and think about how lucky you are to not be a sick mom. And I hope you never have to know what it's like to be one. When I first was diagnosed with cancer three years ago, I asked my therapist, where are the other parents with cancer? I need to talk to them. But there was no group. There was no expert. I scoured the internet for resources and only came across memoirs written by other parents who had cancer or something else like it, stories that ended in death and sadness, or stories that ended with survival. Lucky them. So I've been making up my mom prototype as I go trying to figure out what the right way to parent is at every step of the game. And listen, I'm crushing it. (laughs) I'm putting the sick back in sick. Here's one thing that happens when you have a terminal disease with a limited to unknown life expectancy, but you have to keep parenting you stop giving a fuck about things that don't actually matter. For instance, I would rather actually die than sit in a parenting group with a woman who never allows her children to play with plastic toys unless she was absolutely certain there was no BPA in them. And that the toys were not made in China. Additionally, I don't care how you feed your child. Breast milk, formula, baby lead, whatever the fuck it's called. (laughs) I just hope your child is full and happy and you don't feel stressed out about feeding that baby and that you get to see your sweet baby grow up into an incredible adult human. You should do what you think is best for your kid and you should shut up about what you think is best for others. When you're going to die, but you have to keep parenting, you inhale every moment of your precious children. You observe them as they insist on making lemonade in the kitchen by themselves without your help. And they slop sticky liquid all over the counter only to abandon the mess when they are through, slamming the screen door on their way out to the yard, going to the trampoline. Come watch me, mom, they yell. You close your eyes and you think, these are the memories I hope they hold on to. And you smile to yourself that these memories of you will sustain them when they are similarly teaching their own child the magic of fresh sweet lemonade. You follow them out to the yard. Later on, When you want to be preparing dinner, but first must clean up the now dried but still sticky lemonade dregs off the counter, and your child comes in and whines for a snack, you offer them a carrot because you'll be having dinner in 30 minutes. But they don't want a carrot. They want something else, something delicious, something they can't suggest, and you don't have any You list the options, a cheese stick, some peanuts, an apple. No, 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 they say. I yell at my kids, and then I feel guilty as hell, and I apologize. And then I yell at them again. But that time, maybe, I don't feel guilty. Because they should not be spoiled freaking brats. And everyone yells at their children. Oh, no, not you? Well, you liar. You must have some pretty special children. Because mine deserve to be yelled at. I know what you're thinking. How can she be yelling at her children when she should be? Cherishing the precious time she has with them before she dies Believe me That runs through my mind too I should be cherishing my precious time Oh, shut up This reminds me of those endlessly sleepless nights with newborns When strangers Tell you to cherish the fleeting moments (laughs) And you want to throat punch them Except, my time really is precious. And maybe those strangers are on to something. Still, I'm not going to be the sick mom and let my kids act like jerks because I am savoring my precious moments with them. None of us benefit from that farce. This is the part where you know what I mean but we aren't the same. So go on home and squeeze your kids. Take your parenting quiz and figure out what type of mom you are. (laughs) Or maybe you already know. I know. I'm the sick mom. I'm telling you.